Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here at PHNX. My name is Derek Montilla. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX. This guy next to me is the vice mayor of PHNX, occasionally known as Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Derek, that was uh, not great yesterday. No, it wasn't great. From the Diamondback standpoint, nah. but uh, for anyone who uh, listened to the show after we were live yesterday, uh, I sound sort of like an idiot for what I said about the Arizona Cardinals you do. and you how do. they had no hopes of winning that game. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm wearing my my uh, Cardinals shirt here you from should. our, our PHNX locker. Be so ashamed of yourself. I I'm time coding this moment as Jesse yeah. is sorry. Jesse is sorry. I, I do apologize yeah. because I doubted the Cardinals. And to be honest, I still kind of doubt the Cardinals. Oh but um, well, it's going to take a full season of of these sorts of games for me to really get over that. But I am I am humbled today because that was that was an, <laughs> that was an epic comeback last night. Or I guess it wasn't last night. It was like during the afternoon. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, by the way, an update on Ryan Nelson after getting hit with that pitch yesterday or, or the comebacker in yesterday's game. Uh, it turns out it's just a bruise, according to Tori Lavolo. So that's good to hear, especially considering how good this guy has been for this team. Obviously, yesterday uh, wasn't his day, but still uh, very glad to hear that it's just a bruise. X-rays came back negative. So, uh, again, rough outing, but something to kind of work on there. I mean, I think if yeah. you're... If you're kind of cruising too much, uh, there's not there's not much to work on. It's not like I don't want him to throw another scoreless outing, but you know, again, what, with the way that this season has gone, <laughs> are you suggesting that if he had thrown another scoreless outing, he just would have? Yeah, there wouldn't just, have been anything else good. to improve on. Yeah, why? It'd just why be like, improve? yeah, like he's already well, figured everything out that he possibly could. Tell me nothing. Do you think Brent Strom's going to even talk to him at that point? But, <laughs> I mean, this season really has been about the young guys kind of coming up and getting that time and improving. Yeah, and that's really. Uh, at this point, what we hope to continue to see out of some of these guys that were good, like Tommy Henry, and have struggled in their last few starts, uh, you know, as well as Ryan Nelson after yesterday. And I mean, like Padres, Dodgers, Padres to start your big league career, as we easy. said yesterday, is pretty rough. Easy. And and yeah, I mean, the fact that he has a what is it a one four seven, yeah, one point four seven ERA coming out of those three mm-hmm. games is still pretty dang impressive. Well, you know, who was really impressed was Juan Soto. Juan he was, Soto he was, was impressed. He with was himself. enamored with himself. He was enamored with his team uh, because they beat the Arizona Diamondbacks, as Jesse would point out, a fourth place team in your division. But uh, here is what Juan Soto had to say, according to a tweet from our friend Bob Nightingale. He said Juan Soto had two doubles and a home run today on the Padres' confidence level after winning three in a row versus D-backs. We feel like we can beat anybody now. <laughs> Really? Wait, so let me get this straight. Really? So 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 Juan Soto, who hasn't homered in like three weeks. Correct. And is batting like two hundred since joining the Padres, which granted maybe that's like two thirty or With something like a at one, this point. One seventy run, runners in scoring position. Yeah, he can't out. he can't hit with runners in scoring right. position to save his life. And and they win three out of four against the Arizona Diamondbacks, a fourth place baseball team. And now the San Diego Padres are just on top the, of the baseball universe. The, the lowly I get it. Arizona Diamondbacks, <laughs> according to the CHGO staff. Right, 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 right yes. Lowly, no. so, <laughs> I mean, good for you, I guess. But uh, I don't know. If anything can make us laugh right now, we need to laugh because the Arizona Diamondbacks are going up against the Los Angeles Dodgers for what is known as Hell Week, I guess you should say. Uh, five games at Dodger Stadium. At least they'll get plenty of time to eat some delicious food while they're there, I hope. But uh, if there is one person that can save the Arizona Diamondbacks from getting swept in a five-game series, it's Christian Walker. Yeah. Christian yeah, Walker's man, been pretty damn good, Jesse. The man rakes at Dodger Stadium, too. 
He uh, he notched his fifth multi-homer uh, game on Friday, uh, which made him tie with Steve Finley for most home runs uh, for 34 uh, for 10th place on the Diamondbacks all-time list. Uh, he has his next dinger will pass. Uh, I'm sorry. We'll tie uh, Matt Williams and Eduardo Escobar for seventh place with 35 homers. So uh, he's moving up the charts there. And at that as, point, it, like you get up, you jump a lot of names pretty quickly yeah, at this point. Because that's so, about where a lot of the better home run. Yeah, are at. I think it's um, I think it's Jay Bell had a 38 home run season. And then Mark Reynolds hit 44, which I think is the most ever in a season. And well, okay, not the most. Uh, not the most. A guy named Luis Gonzalez hit like 57 in 2001. <laughs> um, but I think I don't know if anyone's touching that record anytime no. soon, unless Aaron Judge gets traded to the Diamondbacks or yeah. uh, signs with them this offseason or something like that. So Stone um, Garrett, Stone Garrett, there Throwing you go. Out there, Stone Garrett's going to Stone do Garrett's going to hit 60 dingers next yeah, year. You heard, you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, but I, I think, and we've talked about this quite a bit with Christian Walker. I mean, his his batting numbers have been kind of all over the place, but defensively, he's been one of the best in, in the league. Actually, he has yeah. been the def- uh, best. Uh, 16 defensive runs uh, saved is on track to lead all first basemen, and this will be the fourth year in a row Christian Walker has led all first basemen, dating back. Uh, he had 28 in 2019, 19 in 2020, uh, and 21 in 2021. So, uh, he's been very, very good. The only other guy to do that since 2003 has been Albert Pujols. So uh, yeah. he's the only first baseman to lead in defensive run save uh, for four or more consecutive seasons. But uh, again, Christian Walker kind of quietly does it. Not a, not a, not a household name for a lot of fans in Major League Baseball. Yeah, you know that don't wear this cap that I'm wearing right now. Yeah, I mean, he's just so much better than people really give him credit for. Um, I think from a a wins above replacement standpoint, I want to say he's fourth in all of baseball right now. I know Freddie Freeman is ahead of him as well as Jose Abreu. Um, But other than that, I mean, looking at first baseman across the game, there's there are not many that are better than than what Christian Walker is is doing right now. Um, And yeah, it is fourth. It's Freddie Freeman, Jose Abreu and and. Paul Goldschmidt is, of course, the other one. So, mm. Um, mm. but still, I mean, having the you know having the fourth best first baseman um, in baseball, at least according to wins above replacement, especially considering what Christian Walker did last year, which was uh, he very much struggled. He just didn't really look like himself throughout the entire season. Uh, that's a big, big development for the Diamondbacks. And I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not ever going to try to say that Christian Walker replaced Paul Goldschmidt. But what I will say no. is. From a money standpoint, from a franchise standpoint, you have to be pretty pleased that the replacement that you're paying a fraction of what you would have had to pay Paul Goldschmidt in order to stay right. is still right there. I mean, again, the numbers can be a, quite a big yeah, difference, I mean, but I just mean... Yeah, Goldschmidt is Goldschmidt is, is far ahead. Far ahead, right, <laughs> um, far ahead. But you get what I'm saying. I right? get what I mean, you're saying, it's yeah. Like a, at least if you can get, uh, you know, the... the the bargain version of it. At least it's as yeah. Good. Hey. Is he Walmart Paul Goldschmidt? Ooh, is that, I, is that, is I did not want to say that. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to say that. Ah, maybe. I don't know. He'll probably, um, one thing that we do have to keep in mind is, unfortunately, the flip side of having the kind of season that Christian Walker is having is that arbitration is going to pay him a lot more money correct. Um, next season. So I don't know exactly what the number will, will look like. I've heard um, maybe like around seven million, something in that range. His salary is going to increase significantly, but um, yeah, I mean, he's still not like the highest played first baseman in baseball or anything remotely close to that. So it's still a, a pretty good bargain at that at that price. Mm-hmm. Arbitration. 
the weirdest thing in all of sports where we get to sit you down <laughs> tell you how much we think you suck <laughs> and how little we think you're worth. Uh, <laughs> and then we then we invite you back to the team and tell you how much yeah, we I, love I'm you Yeah, I'm pretty again. sure that's how PHNX, I think that's how our, yeah. our next contracts will go. I think, actually, I think we're going to have an arbitration process. Wait, did yours not go like that in the first place? Because I thought... No, they just gave me like a clean slate, but maybe maybe yours was maybe yours was different. Mine I don't, I don't off know. Rough. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but of course, uh, we had a fun weekend of NFL action. Jesse doesn't want me to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it because I want to tell you the easiest and most fun way to spice up your fantasy football season, and it's with the underdog fantasy and their pick'em game. And look, it's not just football season. Baseball season has been a blast, and the one thing uh, now that I have become uh, a fix to is pitch counts in baseball. And you can go through on the underdog app and literally just decide if you think a guy is going to go over and under a pitch count. It's a fun game I play. I probably know more about guys' pitch counts than I ever have before, Jesse. I'm doing the research. I'm checking out their last six games. I'm doing my own averages. Oh, it's a blast. But what you got to do is you look for your favorite players in any sport, their stats. Uh, you go through a list. Underdog gives you a nice list of options. You select two to five players, depending on how much money you want to try to win. The more uh, legs, you should say, the more players you add, the more pick'em entries you add, the more money you can win. Uh, then you basically end up playing higher or lower. Uh, what was that? Can viewers give feedback for the PJ? <laughs> no. Not, well, no. Elizabeth, yes, you can. I am, uh, I am fully okay with Elizabeth being Elizabeth like my agent in the arbitration process. Yeah. Yes, for sure. All right. Uh, but again... Uh, if you get all of your picks right over at Underdog Fantasy, you win yourself a lot of money. Uh, I, I do have a nice little pick em going on right now when it comes to pitch counts. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the money uh, to pay my way into going up against Craig and Southwest Bias again once I win. <laughs> but uh, You can search in the App Store for the Underdog Fantasy app uh, or click the link in the show notes below. Sign up using promo code PHNX Ooh, and click on this thing. If you use our promo code PHNX, you'll receive a deposit match up to $100, and then you have all of that money to go in there. And again, throw down five bucks. It doesn't matter however much you want to spend. However many uh, of those uh, uh, higher or lower pick entries you want to add, uh, the more money you win. So again, that's promo code PHNX. Get in on the action today. That was um, such a cool QR code. That was a cool QR can code. We, can we pull that up one more yeah, time? That was like the coolest QR code I've ever seen. Why are you so fascinated by this? Is I just, just like look the, at the it. The dog in the middle? Yeah. Oh, the dog's cool as Like now. you can put yeah. logos in QR codes I now. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's QR codes cool. have made quite a remarkable comeback, you have to admit. Well, a few we, years ago, it seemed like QR codes were just completely going out. And, and here they are. They're everywhere. And, and then, then you add a dog now. to it? Yeah. And it's uh, like, you got me. You got me. It's that easy. I bought my daughter... Halloween bags already just because it said Halloween and had dogs in it. Pfft, that was an easy sell for there me. There you go. Just put your dogs on your QR codes, your logos. I'll buy your stuff. Um, <laughs> more importantly, you could probably get dog-related beers out at Four Peaks Brewing Company. I know I picked up an amazing one uh, that they did special for our friends over at 98KUPD, and I still can't wrap my mind around what this beer was or what it was made out of, but it's delicious and it's incredible. Four Peaks <laughs> Brewing Company always has an amazing selection of beers, uh, specialty beers that sometimes you can only get by showing up at the 8th Street Pub, which is exactly what we want you to do uh, to celebrate Herm Edwards being out. That's how we're taking this. We're celebrating Herm being out. ASU has a new coach. Come down to the Four Peaks tailgate this Saturday and get down with the team. Uh, $50 will get you an all-you-can-eat buffet, two Four Peaks beers, and a free ride to the stadium. 
Check the link in our show note, notes to sign up. Must be 21 years or older and enjoy responsibly. That QR code got that dog in him. <laughs> it got that dog in him. It's All right. Well, quality comment there from Gabriel. Um, I'm still trying to pick a winner, Jesse, uh, about our uh, Zach Gallon shirt. So why don't you entertain the folks and tell them a little bit more about what you have to <laughs> offer over at gophnx.com while I spin this wheel right here. Are oh, you just going to say like what I have to offer? Yeah, what general. do you have to offer? Like, like what a good are you anyway? Yeah, I like, mean, <laughs> tell them what, you know, Surprise, Jesse, this is your arbitration here. Yeah, this is, okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> I think I have, I have a long resume of fantastic things that I've brought to the show over the course of the year. Um, no, I did just write an article, which I think some of you have already seen, um, but I'm basically making the case for why the Arizona Fall League is a must-attend event uh, for every single Diamondbacks fan out there. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. Um, do you have your you have your guy? I got my guy. All I right, got my guy. All right. What do we got uh, for our Zach Gallon Day T-shirt giveaway? Uh, our winner is David Har H A A R. So congratulations, David Har. That's at David Har on Twitter. Uh, we will contact you via message and uh, get your shirt out to you. So congratulations. But that's not it. That's not it. We got another. Uh, big season giveaway. Jesse, unbeknownst to me, he's been storing. He's been he's been getting giveaway items. He's been storing. They give away. me giveaway items in the press box, and I've just been like hiding them. He's just been stashing all of them. That's yes. where we get our wonderful uh, giveaway items that we provide to you guys. Sometimes the team gives us extra just so that we can share with you because we're greedy and we don't want to give away the good shirts, right? <laughs> Star Wars Day shirts. I have a, I have one of those in my in my drawer at home. So don't think that was the only one that we got. But Jesse gave his away for that. So you should thank him. Uh, but here's the thing. We're going to give away a big uh, grand prize package to you, the fans, at the end of the season. So uh, we're going to do it special, though. It's going to be only for people here in the chat. Uh, and it's going to be uh, maybe a Fourth of July shirt, maybe a Serpientish jersey, maybe a Cattell Marte hat, uh, maybe a little something special from us here at PHNX, maybe some stickers, maybe a shirt from us. Uh, we have a fun prize package to give away. Uh, we're almost here at the end of the season, so make sure to be here. We'll we'll talk about it on social media, but like I said, you have to be here live in the chat to win yeah. that one. This That's will be this will it. be a fun one. This is where Jesse wanted to tag twenty friends in it, and I was like, Jesus, come on, Jesse. Let's. <laughs> Uh, I just I think it um, I mean, it, it'd be kind of fun to have like, you know, everyone here in the chat, like, you know, it. hoping to let's hoping to, to have their name selected. And for those of you on the on the audio podcast side, for those of you who don't like to look at our faces that that one day you you might you might want to you might just have to, have to do it. It's the only way you're going to be able to win this giveaway. Yep, so correct. Uh, we'll, leave, we'll leave that choice up to you. Um, but we usually we usually don't do giveaways on uh, on Mondays, you know, because Mondays are already full uh, every week on this show is Shark Week. Every day is Earth Day. And every Monday, me and this guy, we go to the mailbag. Not I sure. For you guys better than I think, it, for us. I think it worked. I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> Uh, but we, uh, we, we give a shout out to our man, Mega Ran, uh, for that, uh, classic jam. Leah, can we go to the mailbag please with our first question? Uh, Gabriel comes hot, hot out of the gate with, uh, <laughs> if you had to impress Lavallo by taking him to a fast food chain, which one are you taking him to? Jesse. There's only one choice here. That's a what? The what? There's only what one choice. There's only one choice. The choice is salad and go. 
Why is There's that? no question. There's no question in my Why? mind. Salad and Go is like... So, so you guys know, I just moved back to Arizona, right? Yeah. And when I lived in Arizona several years ago, I'm pretty sure Salad and Go did not exist. And yeah, I it come came back. out of nowhere and it was pretty, uh, yeah. pretty fast growing. And it was also place. like... I remember when it first popped up or like when I first heard about it, I was like low key skeptical. Like you're really going to sell salad out of a drive through. Like that seems a little overly ambitious. Um, but it is one of the most incredible things in, in all of Arizona as far as fast food is concerned. I mean, it's so affordable. It's like, like seven or eight dollars. It's like a very, very, um, a very hefty amount of food for the amount of money you pay. And they have like these homemade lemonades that are incredible. And they're like like a dollar fifty or something. So for me, it's just a win all the way around. It's like the only remotely healthy fast food that's like in existence. Okay, so, Jesse, I'm so, Jesse, I'm so I'm so on board with salad and go, and everything you said is so true. But the question was, you're taking him to a fast food restaurant. Yeah. yeah. So what are you gonna do? Sit in the car with him while you eat your yeah. salad? Thank you, Leah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You'd impress him with the food and the price point, but the whole point is you're 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 hanging out with Tori. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You're just gonna eat your salads in the car. I have a sick Toyota Rav Four. He's gonna That's love sitting in my car. There is no question in my so mind. He doesn't want to sit. Sick Rav Four. You really want to sit like inside it, like like a corner booth at a Culver's or something? Oh like no. God. Like I want I want Tori Lavello. No. Like we're jamming out to some music. You know, I'm giving him the aux cord in the front seat of my car. Like that's the ideal experience. <laughs> I don't want to sit in like no, nobody no. wants to sit inside of a fast food restaurant. Yeah, None of them are very nice to sit in. That's no, the whole point. No, if it's a counter, it doesn't matter what it is. It's all the same. But that's the reason why I'm taking him to Filiberto's. I am okay. taking him to Filiberto's. Okay. I'm giving him an authentic Arizona experience. We are going to have carne asada burritos. Did you know in Filiberto's they have like uh, that bar that you can go over and access all the salsas and, and uh, accoutrements? And I know that's French and I shouldn't be speaking French when talking about a Spanish, no, you you know, Mexican food restaurant. But that is it. That is where I'm taking him because that is the best place. And I want him to be a little scared. Right. I don't want him to be comfortable. I want him to like feel like he needs me to be there a little bit just to kind of maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we're going to go. Filiberto is not, not a, I wouldn't really want to hang out inside of a Filiberto. I'm telling you this much long. though. I'm not taking him to a nice one in Scottsdale either. That's the difference is, but, uh, oh, Elizabeth said this is, oh, she's right. Like when I think fast I food though, like Burrito, Burrito Express. Express is kind of a step up from, I mean, yeah. I guess it still qualifies I, here's as fast the thing. food. I That's love fair. Burrito Express, but I live very, very far away from it. So it's hard for me. To think of those places. You live right? very, very far from just about everything. I do. I so. live in a place people call South <laughs> Anthem, and I don't think that's fair, but it's probably pretty accurate. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, yeah, I've, I've been thinking about Filiberto all day. Are you kidding me? Uh, next question. Uh, Kyle Collins asks uh, Emmanuel Rivera has been a nice surprise out of the trade deadline at third base. Do we think he sticks into the next season, or does another option happen? Trade, free agent, minor leaguer. I don't know if they have a better option right now. I, I yeah. feel like right now Emmanuel Rivera has been a pleasant surprise, probably more than the Diamondbacks even bargained that they were going to get out of him. So I felt like what they were looking for was a serviceable third baseman that could kind of kind of come in and share time with Josh Rojas. Yeah. And I feel like what they ended up getting was a, 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 an everyday starting third baseman that allows Josh Rojas to kind of play his utility role, play different positions, and, you know, still play there every couple of days as well. 
I mean, I, I, I've always thought it was funny. Like, of course, you've asked Tori Lovello a few times, like, are you surprised with what you've gotten from Emmanuel Rivera? And Tori's always like, no, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. Like, I totally like, you know, we saw him in Kansas City. We played against him. He homered against us in spring training. Sure. And we're all sitting there like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on, Tori. You really expected but, this guy that, that you traded Luke Weaver for, or you traded Luke Weaver in order to get... And uh, and he's come over and done nothing but rake. At least he did that for like the first few weeks. Things have kind of slowed down for him sure. then. Um, but yeah, like I, I think Emmanuel Rivera is still, even though he really has slowed down over the last few weeks, I still think he's he's been really good for the Diamondbacks. If you look at the numbers, hitting 230, 315 on base, 451 slugging percentage. The numbers don't quite jump off the page the way that they did a few weeks right, ago. Right. Um, he definitely came back down to earth. But I mean, honestly, the Diamondbacks really just need guys to be able to chip in and most importantly be able to play the position confidently. I don't feel like they were yeah. confident in any of the guys playing over there, even Josh Rojas and no offense to Josh Rojas, but I think it's just the fact that this, you know, him playing third base exclusively is kind of a bit new to him. And yeah. I think that he, you know, is still, is still learning the position, you know, it was, it was never an ideal fit for Josh Rojas. Like it was kind of the diamondbacks did it out of necessity. I think he's more of a natural second baseman or, or maybe even corner outfielder. Um, but yeah, Rivera's in the 78th percentile for average exit velo. Good point from from I am the Larry. He's been impressive, even though he's come down to earth. Like you'll take a 766 OPS and and a pretty he's played some pretty good defense over there at third yeah. base as well. So yeah, yeah. I don't think it's I don't think you go into next season with the expectation that Emmanuel Rivera has like won the job as like the everyday third baseman. I, I don't think we're at that point. Um He's still just not done quite enough in his major league career in order to in order to earn that, I don't think. But he's he's definitely, you know, put himself in consideration to have a role that I don't know if the Diamondbacks even anticipated he would have coming over here. I think he was viewed as, you know, more of a stopgap sort of a guy. And, and you know, there was a reason that the Royals were willing to trade him when they still had so many years of control over him. They, you know, he just didn't necessarily fit their long term plans. Yeah. But maybe the Diamondbacks have something more here. What I think is, at the in the very least, it's enough for them not to have to address the position like they might have had to yeah. this offseason. Like you said, there might be somebody that comes up that plays better than him. There might be an opportunity in a trade to bring over somebody that might be an improvement there at a position that they still don't feel like they've solidified, right? They're not pursuing a first baseman with the way Christian Walker is playing. They're not no, pursuing no. any outfielders. So they really are narrowing down certain positions, Cattell's pretty locked in there at second, right? So, like, really what we're looking there is, is you know, maybe shortstop, maybe, you know, if something comes yeah. across. But, again, not something that they need to directly address. Maybe third base if, if something comes up. But I don't feel like either of those positions are things that they need to go out there and address the way they need to go out and address the bullpen. Something yeah. needs to be done about the bullpen. Yeah. And, honestly, it's something that they've already tried to address, and it's just not worked out. Right. Leah, let's go to the next question. Uh, Rick Hughes says, will Marte be a part of the next great D-backs team, or will he be moved for both salary relief and pitching? I don't feel like his salary really is a concern. I don't think his salary mm. – I mean, I know that he it's, – It's close. <laughs> it's closer than I think any of us thought it would be after, you know, this offseason. Everyone's going crazy. He's the Diamondbacks got to tell Marte to sign this, you know, this enormous extension. Sure. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, it's five years, $76 million from 2023 to 2027. And then there's a 2028 team option. I don't believe he ever makes more than $16 million in a season. So it's not like you're, you know, you're going to pay Cattell 
30 million or 25 million right. one year or something. Right. Um, I agree with Brett Johnson. I think Mad Bum is probably the, the main salary concern, but it is unfortunate that I think it's at least a reasonable question to ask. Like, could there come a day where Cattell is sort of a liability um, when it comes to how much money he's making? And I think that's possible. I mean, the defense has already deteriorated, uh, but he was our king of the series, right? So like he's, he's starting to play a little bit better. He showed that over the weekend. So hopefully he can continue to take steps in the right direction. Let me twist my hat to the side a little bit and defend Cattell real fast. Uh, <laughs> I think this is a guy that's still been injured quite a bit up to this point. Yeah, I that's think fair. he still hasn't been right. I don't think the Diamondbacks were in a position to not play him. I don't think he doesn't want to not play. I just think that, you know, it's kind of one of those things that when you have a hamstring injury, the biggest problem is that then the, there can be cramping and other things that just pop up all the time, right? And it's just uh, one of those things where I feel like that has impacted his defense and his offense this season. Yeah, We've, we've seen him playing much better. I think the bigger thing is even though $16 million per season looks like a lot now, uh, things are going to jump up uh, in, in Major League Baseball. We're going to see salaries increase. So I think like – Three years down the line, we might be looking at sixteen million dollars a year. Going, holy shit! How did they? Sure. How did they have him under contract for this little amount of money? Right. So that's the only thing, and I, I really think he is worth keeping and being around. I don't think he's a liability. I just think like the expectations were so insanely high when you have MLB predicting him to be the top second baseman yeah. of the season. Yeah, and wow, I forgot about that. So MLB Network crazy. had him as the top second baseman in baseball right. coming you know into this mean? year. It's hard to live up to that if you don't, you know, if you're not anywhere close to that. But also injuries impacted that quite a bit. I personally think he's going to be a huge part of this team. And I think that he he wants to be here. He loves playing here. He loves playing for Tori Lavolo. That's one thing that you just hear out of so many of the guys is how yeah. much they want to be here and how much they want to continue to play for Tori. Leo, next question, please. Uh, Jacob asks, what player on the team makes you think of another current Valley sports player? My example is Seawalk uh, is definitely Jay Crowder, i.e. the guy I don't want to fight after the game. I definitely don't want to fight Christian Walker uh, before <laughs> the game, after the game, when he's asleep uh, at any point. But I don't know. What would you say when it comes to this? I would say... That there You're is, gonna compare Madison Bumgarner to someone. Nope, I just I'm don't a, know nope, who it nope, is. <laughs> nope. I, I I I feel like there's a lot of the same swagger and and such in uh in like Alec Thomas as there is in like Devin Booker over there on the Phoenix Suns. Huh. And Alec I know Thomas he's not and Devin Booker. I know okay. he's not necessarily right. He's just he's just this guy that kind of quietly plays his game. He does his thing. Sure. He has a little bit of uh of an edge to him, right? But he's not he's not a Josh Rojas. He's not. Yeah. Josh Rojas, once again, my comparison is he's Bobby Hill in the episode of King of the Hill when Bobby Hill learns how to kick people in the nuts after the women's self-defense course. I'm going way off topic here, but jo <laughs> oh, Josh Rojas just looks like he's always looking for a fight, basically. Uh, who do you think? Hmm. Who can you compare to? Go yeah. with Madison Bumgarner. Um, Madison Bumgarner is... I don't know. Do the Suns have a player like Madison Bumgarner? I mean, my first instinct is honestly to use Jake Crowder again, but I don't know. Nah, I don't know. I mean, Madison Bumgarner definitely has the competitive edge to him. Yeah. And he does. Jake Crowder talks to the referees a lot throughout the game. Yeah. And Madison Bumgarner talks to the umpires a lot throughout the game. So I guess there's a connection there. Um, that's probably the 
closest connection I can find for Mad Bum. Really? Is there some who who do you think? I feel like you have someone in mind. I don't know. I don't know. I when I when I think of a salty veteran that doesn't put up with much shit, I think of Diana Tarazi. Okay. I think of a okay. little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a I've won too many rings to hear anything from you, Rook kind of thing, right? Like uh but that's that's just where I I get. mean, the Suns obviously have a you know, a veteran player who's, you know, sort of coming to the end of his career in Chris Paul, but I feel like from like a leadership standpoint, Madison Bumgarner and Chris Paul are, are pretty different. Chris Paul's like as vocal and as in your yeah. face with other players yeah, as he yeah. could possibly be, whereas Bumgarner doesn't really have that reputation. Yeah, so no, I, I pretty, pretty different. Um, anybody else? Anybody else? Mm. It's kind of hard. The Diamondbacks, uh, Diamondbacks players are very unique people. I feel like, I mean, just in general, there's something different about baseball players. Yeah, right, yeah. like baseball players are just different than than guys who How play about, other sports. Uh, Dalton Varsho and Kyler Murray are both short kings. Oh yeah, I, like <laughs> I love that. it. I like that. I mean, Corbin they both Car- got that dog in them too. Can, can we compare Corbin Carroll and Kyler Murray because they're like the two fastest people on the planet? They they are, and they both like when it, when when like answering questions, they both kind of do their own thing. Right. Yeah. Like they're both pretty thoughtful, but like you're not going to get a canned answer out of either one of those guys. You're going to actually get their thoughts on it. And sometimes, at least with Kyler Murray, it's kind of gotten him uh, in a little bit of trouble. And with Corbin Carroll, it's more about the long pauses and waiting for him to answer and tell us what sure. he thinks. But uh, whenever he's very wise when he does speak, he's almost like Silent Bob when he has something to say. It's, uh, <laughs> it's very well thought. He was, uh, he was on MLB Network um, the other day, which was really cool to see. Some of the MLB Network guys interact with Corbin Carroll. Um, and yeah, they made the same comment. They're like, we're talking to a 22-year-old kid right now. Yeah, like, these it's, are, it's kind of These are some out. wise words yeah. coming from someone of that age. Speaking of that, wise words come from this guy, uh, both here on this show and on the page. So make sure to sign up for a membership at gophnx.com if you haven't done so already. Annual membership will get you a free T-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, the month-to-month T-shirt. Month-to-month membership will get you uh, your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of your membership status, you will get access to our members-only Discord. Uh, It's the Diamondbacks fan capital of the world, as well as members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. But if you're here right now watching in the the YouTube channel, we thank you guys for being here. We enjoy – hey, Brandon Fott's here, so now it's a party. Brandon (laughs) Fott's here, uh, and he thinks Tori needs to play Corbin more, acting like he can't hit lefties. Disgusting. Uh, You're not wrong, Brandon (laughs) Fott. We always appreciate you chiming in. If you're here right now, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Leave us a thumbs up uh, and uh, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Also, if you're listening right now on the audio podcasting app, make sure you subscribe on your favorite audio app and uh, give us a five-star review if you feel we deserve it. Uh, More importantly, go out and get yourself some OGs. And when I say that with a bunch of Zs, I say that because OGs has a brand new uh, gummy coming out that's specifically scientifically engineered uh, to give you the best night's rest that you can get. So make sure to check that out. Uh, You can get OGs at your local dispensary, anywhere near you. They have a wide variety of strains, doses. They're all about flavoring life. They're all about the flavors. And we, of course, are partnering with them to give you guys some freebies over uh, at gophnx.com on our flavoring life sweepstakes. 
One winner will receive three bags of OG's gummies, including my favorite, Orange Creamsicle. You also get yourself an OG's hat. You'll get yourself a PHNX t-shirt of your choice, as well as a PHNX annual membership. Uh, open shirt Derek, not included with that offer. But uh, make sure to check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at OG's Brands. That's O-G-E-E-Z. And you can find their products, like I said, at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Uh, and make sure to sign up uh, and order over at gophnx.com. We got more mailbag questions, Leo. Let's go. Uh, Brian Bobbitt at BB underscore Nitro asked, for the rest of the season versus left-handed pitching, would you rather see Carroll? Didn't we just get this question? Uh, would you rather see Carroll <laughs> get at bats knowing he struggled against them throughout his young career? Or Luplo, whose role is the lefty killer that has been bad in general and is auditioning basically for a spot next year? Great Question. First of all, I would like Jordan Luplo to not be in the organization anymore just so I stop confusing him with Jordan Law. <laughs> I don't feel like that's my fault. I feel like you guys are just fucking asking for me to screw that one up. But uh, no offense. I love Jordan Luplo. Uh, I'm the one that made the Wolverine meme of Wolverine holding the picture. Of right. Him. So, right. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know what to say about Luplo. The answer is more Corbin Carroll. Right. Like I'm down with Tori Lavolo next season playing. You know, guys based on situations, based on hitters they have, especially if this team happens to be more competitive uh, and and trying to win games. At this point, let's be honest, they're not they're, the win 69 is the only thing we're going for now, right now. And that's just to make me chuckle. Uh, besides that, that would be a horrible fit. It, it would like, be are you saying finish the season no, no, with no, 69 I just, wins? I, I want them to get to win 69. You're so just, I can make some jokes about okay, it. I can say right. nice a lot. There's a lot of all dirty right, stuff. Right. There. Of course. <laughs> yeah, this guy is. But of course, uh, no, more importantly, I don't really care about wins this season. I really want to see this team just give guys, young guys at bats, uh, even if that ends up failing. Mostly it'll shut a lot of people up, including me. Like, it gives us too much room for us to question Tori and scream how much we want the young guys in the lineup. So if they're not out there, uh, you know, going 0 for 4 in a night, then we don't, we, you know, we, we can always say, oh, you should have put Corbin Carroll in more. I want to see Corbin Carroll more. And I don't want to see, uh, no offense, but Jordan Luplo. I feel like Jordan Luplo has been given plenty of opportunities this season. And frankly, he hasn't, you know, succeeded in those opportunities. I would like yeah. to see Carroll get more opportunities. I don't know if it's even really fair to say that he struggled against lefties at this point because he has 15 plate appearances this season against lefties. And granted, the numbers aren't oh, you're good. About Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll, yeah. yeah no, Corbin Carroll. He's, the sample size is too small. Yeah, he's two for 15 um, with a couple of doubles. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, according to his minor league numbers, there's there's going to be some growing pains there for him facing big league lefties. And uh, we have seen Tori Lovello, even, even if he starts Carroll, um, you know, against a lefty, sometimes he'll pull him late in the game. Or if he starts him against a righty, sometimes he'll pull him late in the game um, if there's a tough lefty reliever on the mound or something. So uh, Tori has said that he's basically trying to pick which lefties are the best matchups for Corbin Carroll. So like, you know, depending on arm angles and whatnot, different lefties are, are you know, there's varying degrees of difficulty of, of hitting different lefties. And so Tori's kind of trying to pick the most favorable matchups for for Carroll. Um which I, I don't know if, like, I mean, this past week he started him against Blake Snell but didn't start him against Sean Manaya and Sean manaya has been struggling a lot lately. Right. So right. I it's a little hard to see, like, exactly how that's checked out over the last few weeks. But the Diamondbacks are trying to figure out if Jordan Luplo, like, what to do with Jordan Luplo this offseason. That's, that's the reality here. Um, Jordan Luplo is a non-tender candidate. 
Um, the Diamondbacks could also choose to tender him a contract and then bring him out for spring training. And then you have an option if you tender a contract to a player to bring them out for spring training and then actually uh, forego their salary for the for the season. You can release them before the season starts. Um, so that's another option where the Diamondbacks could, you know, bring him back initially and then next season in the Cactus League decide that they actually don't want to bring him back. So seems this like is the just, likely option. That seems like the easiest option for them. And yeah. honestly, that would that would explain why they're trying to give him time now to see if he can be something of value to this team. They know they know Corbin Carroll isn't going anywhere. Yeah, right? Corbin Carroll is obviously, you know, a staple in the lineup next year. There's no question about that. But I I do think that it's regardless of, you know, even if it makes sense to get Jordan Luplo some some plate appearances, which I know some people probably don't agree with and I don't know if I even agree with that necessarily. Um but it is still unfortunate that it comes at the expense of Corbin Carroll, right? Like yeah. the D-backs just have too many outfielders. It's just really not do. possible to get all these guys in. And Torrey has also talked about how Corbin Carroll has had the longest season of his professional career. And so he wants to get him some more days off here and there. So um, he probably doesn't need like two or three days off, though, which is sort of what he's been getting it's so just, far. It's, it's just about him being here. I think it's just about him soaking in the experience, yeah. being used to it. Getting to the point where coming to the ballpark every day is just part of his routine. And, you know, he can be comfortable for when they really are looking for him to produce, which is next season, which is right. what I feel like is going on. So yeah. Uh it's just it for us, it's 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 being impatient. You want to see him out there, and we don't really want to see somebody who hasn't really, I mean, and and to be honest, hasn't earned uh to get more playing time than Corbin Carroll. So yeah. Uh, let's go to the next question, Leah. Uh, Kyle Dannon asked, do you think the D-backs will be willing to lock down Walker with a long, long-term contract in an effort to avoid losing him like we did Goldie? Or will the front office decide to hedge their bets on the first baseman in the farm to develop before Walker goes into free agency? Mm. That's a great question. I, I, I don't know. I feel like they've really figured out who – the core of this team is and then it really do you want walker like do you do you want walker as the diamondbacks first baseman for five you know six seven years like are you at that point yet what do you think why wouldn't you do you just see a regression from this point because i think he's i, I mean them. there there hasn't been much consistency right i mean in in 2019 um you know he was pretty good that was his first year where he really got like a full-time job and then 2020 um abbreviated season he was still pretty decent um the slug wasn't quite as much there but he still hit 271 last year and then last year obviously he struggled a lot in this year's bounce back so i guess you could make a case that outside of last season um which it seems might have just been due to injury christian walker actually has been uh, pretty consistent so um, and that's what I think. I think, you know, you, I think you take him for granted being over it's there. It's just he's 31 years old. And so you what already you to say you are. What are you trying to say? <laughs> say it. Say it. Say it. Say he's old. Say it. <laughs> he is on the wrong side of 30. Oh, you um, son of a bitch. And so with two more years of control, you already have him through age 33. And so he's been fantastic this year. You clearly want him for for next year and, and the year after. But. I don't know if the D-backs necessarily have to make that commitment just yet. Um, and Goldschmidt is 36 and is yeah. aged extraordinarily well, but yeah. Paul Goldschmidt is Paul Goldschmidt, and not everyone does that. So um, I think I think probably tap the brakes on an extension for for the moment. I, I don't think you're, um, you know, if Christian Walker does become a free agent as the player he is now at age 33, I don't think he's a guy who gets 20, 25 million a year. Like he's not going to be in that price range if he hits free agency at that age. So 
I don't think it's a huge concern for right now. Do we have any more questions, Leah? Oh, oh, oh yes. Oh, Nate. I Bocher. really have no idea. It, so you're going to have to figure this one out if for me. If the D-backs young outfielders, Corbin Carroll, Jake McCarthy, Stone Garrett, uh, Alec Thomas, and Dalton Varsho formed a boy band, what would their name be? Oh, my God. Go, what, do you, what do you think? Well, the outfield immediately comes to mind. <laughs> the outfield. The outfield. <laughs> I would call them the outfield. Um, but there would be uh, no I or E. It would be like the outfield. It would be FLD. That's how it would be. Wait, why? Be, because because that's how cool shit is done now, Jesse. Oh. Do you not pay attention to like The weekend and other stars? You're asking you gotta, someone like, who didn't know what a conga line was? Oh, I know. <laughs> I can't believe I'm even asking this. <laughs> Um, I don't know, but like, I want like to see how that with, with the, the bullpen, we don't yeah, we don't put right. the second I mean, E I've in tried, there. I've tried to explain yeah. that to you, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> which I, I still think it's a typo every time. Uh, but I'm see. pretty sure some of our audience members think it's a typo no, they too. Get it. They're they like, get it. we they get it more than these people have so much fun content, but they have no, they idea, have no idea how to, how to spell, spell the word bullpen. Gabriel Ferrer says the golden flows. I like that. I still like Stakes in the Grass. I think Stakes in the Grass could double as a good boy band name. Sure, sure. You know, because they wouldn't just call them Snakes in the Grass. They would call them. S-I-T-G, which wouldn't make any sense because it's the same amount of syllables as snakes in the grass. But that doesn't matter because, again, Jesse, cool shit sometimes just becomes an acronym. So that's what they start calling Well, them. okay, but weekend and bullpen are not acronyms. They're just no, that's word- something different. They're that's just, a whole other they're thing. They're just words that you're that's taking vowels category. away from. That's taking vowels away from stuff, you know, like P-H-N-X. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get it now? Do you get it? You know, I never understood. Oh, what my that. God. I didn't <laughs> to me anyway uh is that all the questions we got leah well thank you guys so much uh for your questions and of course i'm sticking with outfield for for my boy band name for them maybe fastball curveball i don't know we'll figure Mm. it out we're gonna hash it out there'll be uh don't worry there'll be a photoshop meme of them as as boy band very soon coming out can we give a can we give a quick shout out to the reno aces oh um, yeah who who clinched the pacific coast league west division yesterday so they are shout out on their way to the postseason even though the diamondbacks have like gutted their entire roster at this point so good luck in the playoffs boys you don't get corbin carroll back we're sorry um maybe you call uh, jordan lawler on that team yet no. No, he's still in uh, no. Amarillo. Yeah. It's on the Salt River Rafters. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's on the Salt now. River Rafters. Uh, October was that? October 8th is when you need to go October out there. 3rd. 3rd. October, October 3rd. 3rd. Two, weeks from, you, two weeks from today. I almost today. made you miss a whole week. Uh, October 3rd. Go out there and watch some Arizona Fall League baseball. Until then, you can get down on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and bet on baseball for the rest of the season. And, of course, football because it is football season. New customers right now can bet $5 on any NFL to, team to win. And you will get $200 in free bets if they do. It's not that. It's not just that. Everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Uh, with payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? It's the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, and then to make things even sweeter, get down on those same-game parlays all season long. Uh, the stepped-up same-game parlays all season long. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our promo code of PHNX uh, and get down on some football. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if for some reason you are in Los Angeles and you have nothing to do and you're looking to go to the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, what do you want to call it? Do we want to call it getting 
uh, the the slaughter by the what was it? Wow. Hell Week? I don't know. It's going to be a bad five game series. But if you want to be there and you need tickets, go to our friends at Game Time. It's the best way to get tickets. And don't forget last uh, last series of the year next weekend. And we might have something special planned for you guys to join us and get your tickets exclusively through Game Time. So keep an eye out for that as we are in little plan in the works but game time of course is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best detail deals on tickets to concerts sports and shows uh, save up to 60 percent on tickets when you purchase them last minute it's great for us procrastinators out there uh, and of course if you love phnx you'll love game time uh, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description or right there in our comments if you need to get some tickets right away uh, again you're not going to get coyotes tickets for cheaper than you can get on there so Go on there, buy some tickets now. When you go to the game and you're sitting in an event that's very, very small and very exclusive, you're going to thank us that you did that. But make sure to do that over at Game Time. We thank you guys uh, for checking out all of our sponsors because they're all great. They're all incredible, and we love them all so much. Jesse, we got to go watch this baseball game. I'm not... I'm you're not, not you're not too excited I'm not about it. About it but we're gonna watch it. Hopefully the Diamondbacks <laughs> prove me wrong, and uh, it's gonna be exciting uh, to see this last matchup with the Dodgers. Hopefully, hopefully they're amped about it, and hopefully the Dodgers are kind of like, yeah, we've won a hundred games. We can kind of be on yeah. cruise control now. Maybe those two things meet in the middle. But until then, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. This guy's at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore Dbacks. But of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook uh we thank you guys for joining us on behalf of jesse and myself we always appreciate your time and remember kids baseball is fun but it's so much more fun when christian walker pounds the ball at dodger stadium